Hello and welcome to my podcast. This is episode 2 and I'm still in the introductory phase. I hope you have gotten a fair amount of ideas and goals for this podcast. Today, I'll tell you about the stories of my life, my past, present, future, my work, my interests and what I look for in this world. I will also tell you about the theme of this podcast. In a nutshell, I'm just a regular human being trying to survive on the face of planet Earth. I have needs like regular people. I don't have an extravagant lifestyle because firstly, I can't afford that and secondly, I don't want to have that. I am paid decently by my employer, not too much, not too less. Sometimes I get frustrated with friends, parents, siblings, relatives, other people and obviously the governments. Sometimes I feel grateful for the life that I had been given and sometimes I regret it. I am still in my 20s so I haven't lived a very long life but the part that I have lived is a treasure trove of stories. So let's get on the time machine and strap on your seat belts cuz we are about to rewind back to the 90s when i was born in a not so economically well family to a father who was struggling in a government job and a mother who was weighed off very early because she was not so good in her studies in her academics I studied at a government backed school in my primaries and then got admitted to a Ramakrishna Mission school which shaped me the way I am today getting admitted there was a pretty big deal at that time because they conducted a tough enough writing and a viva test after i got in my mother cried of joy and my grandmother cried because i had to leave home to stay and study at a boarding school at the age of just 9 a lot of people wanted to know the secrets that how i cracked the exam to push their child also into the rat race a lot of people felt jealous needless to say said that my parents bribed because i was not academically meritorious enough compared to the other students that got in some people said this straight to my face like tor ghote eto buddhi ache bole to age bhabteo parini amader school er first boy jekhane chance pelo na tui ki kore peye geli which roughly translates to we couldn't think that you have so much merits in you how did you get admitted when our first boy couldn't even crack the exam some didn't say anything on the face but bitched a lot about me in the back so much so that their children got the wrong idea and you know that children can be very cruel they used to call me names like ghusho or ghushimal or ghushbachcha which was morphed version of calling someone a person who bribes or someone whose parents bribe i might be suffering from dementia but I still remember each and every one of them. 
they probably do too but they won't accept even though those comments were the stepping stone of creating the imposter syndrome in me when a child never thinks that he or she is good enough for any job or for any task because his achievements were mostly snatched away from him and when they couldn't snatch it they just badmouth i don't blame it on the kids though for being cruel because later i knew internally the mental pressure those other kids had to suffer for not winning the rat race our societal structure is such that we make everything a numbers game and we associate everything with studies when the first boy of the class who was academically very good couldn't crack an exam where the questions were mostly a test of a child's moral value the parents blame the kids we didn't and we still don't endorse critical thinking truthfulness moral sense kindness into our children all we teach them is competition securing the first rank in the class getting 95% plus marks being selfish this is the saddest reality right now these make them unkind and self-centered so much so that they see a person begging on the street and just walk away turning their heads without batting an eye with a shitload of money in their wallets these are what makes them say racist unkind words to poor or underprivileged people these are what make people categorize others based on their job titles they request beg borrow in front of a government employee and order around boss around in front of their domestic helps or cleaning people because they think those are not good jobs after i got into arkem i found a whole another world there a world with a perimeter of only 88 acres but that was like a home a home where i learned the true meaning of friendship where we could do anything where we could be anyone where there was the least interference of technology there were jumbo sized fields trees flowers there were no parents only friends so we shared we shared stories we shared food we shared snacks shared books shared ideas shared stamp collection shared knowledge we even shared punishments we had to obey strict disciplines and if you disobeyed you had to face consequences so we had a rule that if someone had done mischief and the teachers had said who had done it nobody would say anything sometimes the teachers would spank each and every one guilty not guilty alike and sometimes they would just give up in both cases we would laugh it out later there were 100 students in each class and everyone knew everyone personally some kids focused on the studies some focused in sports some did both while some just simply lived there he was one of the last kind i never got good grades even once i got only 37 out of 100 in maths i guess the teacher was kind enough to let me pass i was terrible at outdoor sports although i liked swimming my survival apparatus was books no 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 not the textbooks i couldn't stand them i liked comics harry potter detective adventure magic tintin jurassic park peluda ghonada tenida tarzan etc during study hours i had the story book inside the textbooks many of us who belonged to the last category used used to use the same technique sometimes we got caught 
sometimes we got away. There was always a crisis of up and coming books like Harry Potter. When Deathly Hallows Part 2 was published, there was only one copy for a hundred people. And everyone was discussing about it. So it was a pleasure trip for spoilers. We had a fixed bedtime at 10 or 10.30 pm. But I had to finish it before it was too late. The book was already in circulation and my turn was way back. I was not good enough to understand foreign English by reading so I asked around people to translate and tell me the story line by line. I spent 7 years of my life over there. Occasionally I used to come home for holidays. We used to have a countdown before every vacation be it a Durga Pujo or Christmas or the long-awaited summer vacation. We used to have special energies during the last duties before holidays. We used to sing the loudest during the last prayer, unlike other days. Shout in the study hall, shout after the last period in school, shout at the playground, shout at the dining hall. I still remember the ultimate last night of our Bidapid life. The next day we had our secondary maths exam and also that would be our final living day towards the future. We shouted, we danced, sang, embraced each other and went crazy like never before. I can guarantee that nobody other than us could have acted that way before their maths exam of state level. But we did. We gave the exam the next day. I got 96 in maths. When we were leaving finally, many kids cried, but I didn't, even though I was one of the most emotionally fragile one. I still am. The teachers used to tell us, you might not like the school right now, but you will never forget once you are out of here. It was true. I didn't forget my alma mater. I miss her every day till today. Every time, some or the other reason comes up before planning to go back there. I haven't visited her since 2012. Nine years have passed, but believe me, when I close my eyes, I can mentally map each and every nook and corner of those 88 acres. I can see the entrance gate, the zoo and the auditorium at the left, the big green fields with goalposts standing on them at right, and the majestic lotus-shaped prayer hall in the center. Enter the prayer hall, you will smell the fragrance of incense sticks, sandalwood, rose water, flowers, and a calming presence. Move ahead, leaving that. There will come Kala Mandir for art, Taruda Mandir for academics. Snake it to the right, two buildings stand face to face, where students of class 9 and 10 spend their two years. Straight goes the hospital. Left senior buildings for 11 and 12. Further left Gurupolli, or teacher's quarter. Right goes the library again. Snake it to more right, junior academics, junior hostels, and the gymnasium, where the famous Khudiram statue stands. If I were an artist, I would have painted this picture to a piece of art. The next part of my life was pretty simple. I finished my higher secondary from a government school and my graduation from a fairly expensive private college, where I managed to keep a 8 GPA, made good friends, and got a decent enough job at an IT company. I'm casually explaining those stages of my life because they did not have much impact on my life, but my formative years did. 
my goal in life is very simple i don't want to become rich i don't want to become famous i don't want to be that person someone looks up to because i am flawed i am only 5 feet 2 at one point in life i was very thin but now i have grown thicker and almost borderline overweight i am in my 20s but i'm already balding at an exceptional level i have white spots on my skin which some doctors said could be albinism i'm not athletic i'm not a good speaker i was never good at academics i have never topped any exams in my entire life i forget things i remembered minutes ago i'm not from a rich family or rich parents i have never been praised by a room full of people i'm stupid i was once conned by a person imitating to be poor and speech impaired he used to come to me every week with a pen and a paper and write me that i need x amount of money for my college fees hostel fees etc telling that no one is giving him money and he had to submit the fees on that day itself little by little i gave him almost 12000 rupees one day he stopped coming and i got to know from the neighbors that he had been booked for fraudulent activities by bangalore police but still i didn't hold a grudge i never complained to the police for being cheated of money that's because i don't think that would have given me peace he might be a con man he might have committed fraud but i'm sure he didn't do it for fun he did it out of helplessness I don't give money much importance in my life because I know what knowledge feels like. I am well read and literate. My writings are somewhat good. I am successful. I am standing on my own two feet and I'm earning for myself, taking care of myself and a part of my family. And for that I am grateful to each and every person whoever I have come in contact with, good, bad, ugly, so i don't hold grudges on people because being fooled being neglected and badmouthed by others are also important life lessons i'm not jealous i want to believe in people i want to become a better human being than what i was yesterday and to be human is to love even when it gets too much i'm still not ready to give up as i said I hold knowledge in the form of wisdom and that is valuable. Those are not the same as information. Information can be bought off, can be traded, can be manipulated, can be searched for on the internet, but experiences and wisdom only come from within. Every human being has it, but not everyone gives importance to it. Thus, the theme of this podcast is grey. like every person like every story mine also has two sides a good one and an evil one they are always arguing and fighting with each other hidden from the jurisdiction of the common eye on this podcast i leave those two the stage to fight it off out loud while you and i together try to find it out if good is really good and if bad is really bad because remember if you are a sage or if you are the devil who is this to say cuz no one is binary but everyone is gray <sighs> let's catch you again on the next episode let me know on my instagram what did you think about my story oh and by the way at the end of each episode i will put some recommendations for you to try out and i will absolutely welcome it if you recommend me something back 
just put a dm on my instagram or send me an email i'm going to suggest one song today called march of the black queen by queen let me know if you have already liked it or you are enjoying listening to it i'm also going to recommend one film today it's called call me by your name i think it's there on netflix hey guys so this was it for today's episode featuring my life hope you guys enjoyed it hope you had fun if you have any suggestions for me if you want to hear about something specific from me do drop me an email at origit.0996@gmail.com that is a r i j i t 0996@gmail.com or on my instagram at the bong blogs which is t h e b o n g b l o g s please subscribe to this podcast if you like it and please don't forget to follow me on instagram at the bong blogs where i share about my love for books movies music and art in general i also am an environment enthusiast so if we have something in common we can just talk for hours i am not an introvert in that case let's catch you in the next episode till then sayonara goodbye and bidai